fix the sound issue. Um, if you guys that are tuning in, if you could just give us a thumbs up if you can hear us now. We've had a few technical issues. We think we've overcome them. Someone um, moved the studio today. Someone moved the studio around today and uh, unplugged all the cords. So anyway, we think we've got the audio sorted. If you guys can just give us a bit of a thumbs up, we'd appreciate it. Um, but tonight, guys, we are talking about has your listing gone stale? If you've been sitting on the market too long, you're not getting a result, you're watching other agents that are selling properties around yours and you are thinking, what the hell is going on? Happens. We're going to address it. It happens and it happens a lot. Yep. This is an enormous topic. Um, I was actually presenting this topic for Tom Panis's real estate gym last week. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I had an enormous amount of feedback from sellers, from um, people in Tom's real estate gym, so real estate agents. And we thought, you know what, this is a topic that we've got to address ourselves. So guys, have you been on the market too long? Let us come to you with some solutions because we seem to get an enormous success rate out of these post-market cleanups, properties that have been on the market for too long. We've got some comments there, Mark, just on Facebook Live, mm -hmm. just so we can see if, um, guys, if you can just give us a thumbs up on Facebook, if you can hear us now, we have had some audio issues, not on Insta, but on Facebook there. I think, we're um, good. I think we're good. You got some comments there on Facebook? FB. Let's comments. have a look, guys. Let's have a look. All right. So, um, what does on the market too long look like, Mark? How many days do you reckon that is? Sorry for Insta who have already heard this intro. What does it look like? Look, I think normally you reward your real estate agent about 90 days, 120 days when you're selling their place. Yeah. I think as a seller, you probably. Thanks, Christian. You're all good. I think with. Um, as a seller, you sort of you have that nice, trust, beautiful people through 30 days. I think 60 days, if you're not sold, you reckon you know there's a pretty huge problem. That 30 to 60 days, you're finding holes and chinks in the armour of selling. And I think probably yep. after that, you're wanting to start to really make changes with or without your agent. And I think that's in the market where we're seeing. Now, we didn't need this a year or two ago. Um, a lot of people were... Great agent, phenomenal agent, rubbish agent, everything sold. Um, it wasn't an issue, now it is. Uh, yeah, it really does go through its ebbs and flows. With the we, Look, the industry calls them expired listings. I call them post-market cleanups, um, properties that have been on the market for too long. So we've ascertained that 90 days is probably just too long. Yep. You've been on the market too long. Now, um, this is actually one of my favourite, besides social media, this is one of my favourite, favourite topics. We, again, we seem to get enormous success rates from properties that have been on with other agents. We then bring them over and get them sold for a great price, guys, not cheaply, um, within sort of 7 to 14 days. The case studies are there. I've done tonnes of expired listing cleanups, tonnes of them. It's Look, the difference is advertising and selling. They're the, like, you know, everyone can be an advertiser, but can they actually execute every single thing in the campaign to get you sold with advertising, marketing, selling? That's the big difference. And you said it the other day when we're looking actually, at there's a really, properties. Sorry, I have to say, there's a really, there's, there, there's an even bigger word than that. Mm. Um, and the first thing I will say to a distressed vendor that contacts me and says, Lisa, I see you selling property in the area, Mine's been sitting around on the market for too long. Can we have a chat? I'll often ask that agent, number one, where do you think 
things may have gone wrong because they'll tell you they know they, these guys know um, and then the second question is do you think it was the market or do you think it was the agent because when you've actually been in a relationship a business relationship with an agent for 90 days three months 60 days 40 days you actually get to know people really well you know you get to know them really well mm. so was the communication there do you feel like um you may be overpriced when you've seen other properties selling around yours do you feel like you're overpriced and if a vendor is saying look i know that property next door to mine sold for a million dollars but i need 1.3 million to make it worthwhile otherwise i'm not selling yep it's really about honesty Look, I'll give you a typical example. I was a client reached out to me from Bondi. Um, we were referred by a mutual um, professional accountant, and um, he, the accountant rang up and he said, "Look, can you help these guys? Give them some great advice." And I looked at their campaign from afar, and I found many, many holes in their campaign. Yeah. And I said, "Look, this is what you've got to do." And they said, "Look, do you want to handle it?" And I said, "It's probably a little bit far away." Um, but they and they said, okay, we're talking to a new agent that's coming in. Now, going through methodically going through the campaign, I could see the the holes in the campaign from my desktop. Uh, I wasn't like, even, like give I some wasn't examples. There. What 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 are the holes? So the like? aerial of the property, for example, when they did, the, I thought it was a quite a reputable agent. There was lots of things, but a typical example was this was one back from the cliff. And when they chose to use an aerial, they used an aerial which showed where Bondi Beach was, not the cliff. So it actually looked like it was a long way from the ocean where it actually was. rather than yeah. smack its one off. So that was a typical example. And all these things I methodically went through with the client, they were like, we thought the same. I know. And, they, and they actually, they weren't just agreeing with what I was saying. They actually felt and discussed all these items before. So I think as a seller, when you're looking at your campaign not working and you're, you're reviewing it, if you can actually, if you can unpick stuff that's in your campaign and it's not being fixed straight away or it's there and it's present, you've got a problem. You want to have that confidence that your agent's absolutely. nailing it. Honesty is the number one. It, it, honesty is the number one thing. That is the number one thing. The first thing I will say to a vendor that is on the market with another agent that has not had success is I will look at their pricing and I will say, I'll let you know right away, you're above market value. Your property is worth, so if we go back to the, you know, say for instance, I feel it's worth about a million dollars and they're looking for something like one, one to one, two. I said, this is where I feel your property sits in the current market. Now you've got two options hold the property and wait until the market comes up and I'm happy to let you know when that happens or sell for where the market feels there's value in your property. But usually there's a few factors, Mark. It's usually not just price. And normally when that vendor has come to me um, and said, look, Lisa, we just want to sell, we just can't get a result, they so appreciate the honesty on pricing. I can't even tell you. I think it's a hard conversation for agents to have in, in the market and it's a hard having, conversation. Having said that, sometimes we're saying to clients sell it. We're saying, you know what, 
you're the one that's being unreasonable. You need to release the property at that, that at that level. That seems right. We have those conversations sometimes and they go, yeah, okay, great. And other times it's like, you know what, you're But right. I think the industry as a whole struggles to have a conversation when a vendor's going, nope, nope, that's the price that I need. I'm not taking anything less. I think many agents struggle to have those harsh conversations. But, guys, remember, for any agents that are watching, and I think there's quite a few on here, most agents are really good at what they do but we're not magicians either. And it's about just having these good heart-to-heart -heart conversations with your vendors and truly understanding where the expectations are on price. Now, the other thing that I'll do is I will get in front of the vendor and I'll actually play the are you better or worse game with that vendor. So I will print off properties that we've sold or any other agent has sold around their property in this current market on A4 pieces of paper and I'll sit in front of them and say, do you think you're better or worse than that property? And they'll go, oh, no, no, that's got two bathrooms and it's renovated. I don't think I'm as good as that. It's like, well, that property sold for 950000 and you're looking for $1.1 And then we'll go through that. And I'll, you know, I'll usually show them a half a dozen properties. Mm. And that just helps with pricing so that they can truly understand. That's number one. Let's talk about marketing. It's about? enormous marketing. It's huge. It's an and enormous part of it. Going back on also, uh, is your property stale? I think sometimes owners, a conversation we have as real estate agents is that we are not bank valuers. When we are estimating where the property is to sit in the marketplace, there's truly no better way than marketing brilliantly, marketing well, marketing properly, and then listening to what the buyers in the marketplace say. We are estimating prior to what going on, but a bank value, that's what a bank valuer does. So they do valuations. We don't do valuations. So we're trying to give you a guide as to what the buyers, when they come through, are 100%. going to pay. So I think I'm often having that conversation with, with clients saying, look, I know it's not what you want to hear, but that that's, that's, that's you know, like, what more can we do on, on marketing and presentation? Tell me, let's do it. Let's adopt it. Have we given enough airtime in, in you know in the market to get the best price? Is the marketing superior, the best outside? But I really I really want to pull marketing apart for a sec. Yep. Because when I talk to these vendors, again, guys, we're talking tonight about expired listings. Has your property been on the market too long with another agent? And you're seeing a particular agent or agency that is selling properties and just going, what the hell is going on? Um, when I speak with these vendors, they are burnt. They're burnt out completely. Tired. Spent. They're tired, they're spent. Um, I was speaking with a vendor the other day, Mark, and they had spent $18,000 on marketing a property here on the Northern Beaches. That is an extraordinary amount of money for marketing on the Northern Beaches. They don't want to spend it again. And these vendors think they've got to do it again. They, yeah. they think that that's the only, the, we've basically got to get back on the roller coaster and go for another ride to get a result, not the case. No, they don't. So, and this is where guys, you know, I mean, for, for me personally, a lifeline is thrown out. And very, very quickly, the second part of the conversation. Close the door one second. The second part of the conversation that I will have with the vendor is, how much money did you spend on marketing? And please, I want you to understand, I'm not going to ask you for money for marketing. All right, it's that simple. So again, we do offer a $0 marketing strategy. We don't have the time tonight to go all the way through that. Um, but I will pay for their photography. I will not use another agent's photography. I refuse to, no matter how good it is. 
because it's impo it's important at this stage that we actually, for use of a better word, that we burn the campaign and we rebuild the whole campaign again. We've got to mask that property and make it look to the public like it is a whole different property. So we'll pay for those photos. Yep. Um, we will pay for their signboard, a whole new signboard or not, if they don't want one. Sometimes the signboard's been sitting out the front of their property for three months and it's just heartbreaking for them. Um, and, you know, then we will relaunch out to, sometimes to realestate.com. They do offer a relist fee on yep. the big portal, so do domain. That's it's a important. fraction That's of what they've paid. Um, you know, another thing as well, get the agent through just for advice. Hang on, I still want to just cover marketing. Oh, okay. Because social media market's huge. Yep. It's enormous. How many times have we taken a property that has been on the market for too long and we have just put it out to our social media and we have sold it and not, not sold it cheaply, guys. This is not about selling properties cheaply. This is about selling them for what the market is suggesting the property is worth or what the vendor and or what the vendor is happy with. But we're talking 20, 30 groups through first week, something been on the market for three months, hits hits social media with us, gets massive, massive traction and that many people through. That's big. It's That's huge. big. Because I think often people say to their clients, we do social, but they have no one following their channel or they don't have that interaction with their channel or they don't have yeah. that. So, and, and that, that's a great thing, that social media is huge. The social media thing, and again, you know, that's another topic for another night, but it's not just about going through and putting one professional photo up onto your Facebook or your Instagram and saying, we do social media as well. These are like serious raw videos quick little walkthroughs through the property and actually telling the buyers about that property. Um, you know... You've got to have, it, you've got to have that local... It's a massive, massive that part. local following as well. You can't just get Auntie May to whack it on social and off it goes. And then on top of that, there is the communication. So, again, the third question I'll ask the vendor is, how often were you hearing from your agent? Mm. Usually I will hear them say once a week. Mm -hmm. It's not enough. It's not okay. Um, a vendor who has already gone through this emotional roller coaster of not being sold needs to have their hand held and they need to have, I would suggest to you, some form of daily communication from you. Whether or not that is a quick little WhatsApp voice record or a phone call or a message of some sort to let them know what's going on. They do want that daily communication. They're kind of a little bit lost. Mm. And it's also trust. I think that that sort of stuff builds that trust into your real estate agent. One, when you lost that trust, that's the hard thing to get back. Yep. Do you know what I mean? So I think that's super important in your campaigns. It is massive. So guys, honesty, trust, and completely reinventing these campaigns the campaign has got to be completely burnt and build, built, built from the ground up. It really does. It needs a completely new price guide. I actually say to my vendors, I just need you to close your eyes and ears and just trust what I'm doing. And if you can't trust me moving forward, just trust me for the next 48 hours. I just want to show you what fresh marketing, going out to social media and adjusting a guide, not your expectations, but a guide. I want to show you what that's going to do. And I'm happy if we just relook this in 48 hours. Let me do it my way first 
And if you're not happy, we can do it your way. That guide's a hard one with clients that are selling. Super. Um, yeah. That, I think sometimes it just doesn't make sense, doesn't compute, just doesn't work. When you say, look, I really want um, $2 million and the agent says, let's put on it one I'm laughing because I just saw Sienna on here. I know you girls are going to kill me for saying that. Um, <laughs> That's our daughter and her friend. Should we wave? Love you girls. <laughs> wave. We're going to be in all sorts wave. of trouble. <laughs> wave. Um, I th yeah, I look, I do think that that guide's interesting because people, you know, their bottom, bottom, bottom line is $2 million and their agent's saying, look, I want you to put on an offers over a, a price guide of 1.82. And you're going like, how the hell are you going to get them up to $2 million? We're always having that. It's a bit of a secret weapon. It's a massive we're conversation. We're always having that discussion. You can be within 10%. Yep. It does generate positive interest towards the property people and um it, it's an it's but that's also pricing is also marketing pricing correctly is also marketing yeah well. without being deceitful you know there's no point if your vendor needs two million dollars for no, their property correct. and you're guiding at a million dollars like what are you going to do to get there yeah. and you're going to lose trust yeah so it's this fine balance between it being appealing to the market not being deceitful and also being able to get to where your vendor needs you to get to all right it's so delicate. it's it, it, it's a delicate balance the other thing I want to talk about, Mark, is agency agreements because yep. this is enormous when we are doing um, a sign-up on a property that's been on the market for too long with another agent. Usually they've come out of a big, long, lengthy, dubious agreement. They've lost faith and they don't love real estate agents. So very often I will say to those vendors, don't give me a 90-day agreement why don't we just start off with a 14-day agreement? Let's just get to know each other over that 14 days. If you're comfortable, then we can extend it from there. But I don't want you getting into an agreement, um, again, that you can't get out yeah, of if you're been, not comfortable. When you've already been in that long agreement, dragged, you're tired. Yeah. Do it again? No. No. So, And then already, guys, you can see you're starting to build the trust. They're going, hang on a minute. She doesn't want any money. She doesn't want to sign me up to a big, long agreement. We've had this big open conversation where maybe I have told my vendors, sounds like you're asking a lot of money. Um, this is where I feel you sit in the current market because of A, B and C. Does that work for you? And if it doesn't, maybe I'll just call you when the market comes up. So you're really just building that trust with them and that's really, really important. Huge. Really important. Guys, have we got any questions? Facebook's all very quiet tonight. We've got uh, lots of people tuning into Insta there. Um, guys, if you do have any questions, please feel free to shoot them to us. I had an agent who called me today, actually. Lovely, lovely lady just getting um, into real estate resi sales. And she had a huge amount of uh, questions for me on expired listings. Um, if you are watching this and you are a seller and you're thinking, oh, my God, that sounds like me, just reach out. We're always happy to help you guys, even if... It's not something that we can potentially list. I actually helped an agent sell a property, Mark, from um, the North Coast, actually, a couple of months ago. Um, they were a little bit stuck. Feel free to always reach out to us. We're always really, really happy to help. Where did Mark go? We lost you. I'm a bit scared because um, <laughs> one of my clients has just joined the chat. She's um, She wins the award for the best swearer. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that. Uh, and, and she's uh, she's. Got the she swears the most, so I'm a bit scared because I saw she just joined um, 
one of our portals. <laughs> love that, love that. All right, I think that's a show. What do you reckon? Um, I reckon that's it. Like, that's and, show, I think, guys. and I think, guys, just the main thing is uh, we are selling a little bit of faith here. Um, there are properties out there that are sitting on the market for a long time. A long time is deemed longer than 90 days. Uh, it should take about how long? What for? For a property to be sold to at be the moment? To be happily sold. Oh, look, we're Northern Beaches, Sydney. Days on market changes, changes depending on where you are. But at the moment, I would say to you, average days on market is about sort of 21 to 35. Yep. They're still a little bit lengthy. Um, although we have seen some properties that are being exchanged within two to three days at the moment. We've had some enormous group numbers coming through. Um, we've got a question here from Fox & Co Real Estate. How do you get a larger profile on your Facebook for more exposure for the property? Okay, that's a question for, that's a whole segment there. That's a mouthful, that one. Yeah. Um, to have a hack? Yeah, it's about consistency. So actually being on your social media channels consistently um, and that kind of you know we spend about three hours a day doing just our social media and really Each nurturing person. it yeah yeah so it, it's about the consistency now if you don't have the following there you can go on to your Facebook business page and you can boost it um, so you can throw up you know it's actually the cheapest form of marketing it really is but if you throw $50 behind a Facebook post you'll get a significant amount of eyeballs um, and you can zone it in on a radius. Say, for instance, you know, the properties in DY, you can actually do a three-kilometre radius around there on Facebook so clever. you can boost that. Yep, super uh, clever. Even, even I like actually picking cat class, uh, categories. So, for instance, uh, if you're selling an acreage, you may actually you can actually choose in Facebook um, business, something like people that like horses or the category of horse clubs, and those sort of people will be attracted. If you're a waterfront and you've got a boat boat mooring, yep. you're gonna get those boaties there. Um, something I do have to say, it's a bit, it's a little bit more holistic on what Lisa said, is the whole, um, the whole purpose of social media is um, Facebook, Instagram want you to spend more time the way they're going to get you to spend yeah. more time is to be more interested in a product. The way they come, so for that, they need the consumer. They need to know what the consumer is interested in at that time, and they actually need the that the the data or they need the content to, to match up with that person. The better Facebook yeah, and, and Instagram and LinkedIn can find what you're looking for and serve that up to you, the more successful you're going to be. So anyone who's on social media who is a real estate agent, I think you've just got to be really top of mind to say you are locality-based, yeah. so you really want to be, you know, always talking about your locality. You are real estate-based, so you want to give people what they want, what they can't see on realestate.com and, and what they can't see yeah. on, the, on the portals. So that's really high-quality, fast, interactive raw media and you've got to serve it consistently and the way, what actually starts to happen is facebook and instagram realize that hang on a sec this chick or this guy they do a lot in dy uh they do a lot of unit sales facebook will work that out and then they'll work out who's looking for that as yeah, consumers the they'll work it out and yeah. they'll start that data matching you with the, the buyers with the, the the buyers with the agents so 
a very long answer to a to a short but, question. But, but don't I, but I don't don't overthink um, it, guys. Um, so Fox the question the question was, how do you get a larger profile on your Facebook page? Don't, just don't overthink it. Content. The best the best the best camera that you've got is right here in your hand. It's your yep. iPhone, and literally just film the content. Now, if you cannot do the live content, then don't do it. Do a pre-record. Um, and just, you know, it'll save into your camera roll and then you can just whack that up onto um, your Instagram and onto your Facebook. We'll, we'll do another segment on this. I do a ton of social media training for the industry, but I think, you know, we'll do another segment on it. I want to say hi to Regina but, from Ireland. One, Hope you are well, my one lovely. Thing there will come, one thing there, if you leave that stuff in your head and you don't put it out there, you will not get any benefit from it. So I think with a lot of social media, people are going, oh, I'm thinking I should do this, I'm thinking I should do that. They do nothing, you're going to get nothing. Or, or, you know, the biggest question is how, you know, what content? What content do you put out there? Guys, we're real estate agents. What do people want? All day, every day, we are giving advice to people. Document the advice. Document the advice, right? Yep. That's how many segments have we done now, Mark? Huge. Nine hundred and something segments. Huge. That's besides all the, you know, Almost ten thousand. The ten videos that we do every day. Yeah, but how do you come up with that content? Well, like, but how do you sit in front of a friend? Like when when you're walking to meet your friend in a bar, you don't walk in and go, okay, now what am I going to say to them? We're going to talk about the kids. Then we'll talk about the trip. You don't. You just sit and you just talk. Right? And it's the same with the content that you're putting out onto social media. So it's stuff that's in your head, document it, get it out onto your social media pages. These days, people are so used to seeing raw, authentic content. It's the norm. If you're on TikTok, you'll know what I mean. Um, it is so yeah. normal these days to actually see just raw content. So just make sure that you're getting it out there and you're doing it consistently. Um, guys, hopefully that's helped tonight. Um, with the post-market cleanup. So takeaway tips are um, pricing, being honest with that vendor about where their property Price, sits. product, promotion. Yep. Marketing, what are you going to do over and above? They don't want to hear the, oh, we're going to get you on realestate.com, we're going to get you back on domain, we're going to go out to our database. Like, yawn, they do not want to hear that. They want to hear what are you going to do Edgy. that's different to Push the rest. It. Hustle. That's going to get them sold. Turn. They want solutions. No Throw stone, them a lifeline. No stone unturned. Yep. That's it. That's it. That's a wrap. Love you.